You're listening to the Evolving Truths Podcast, featuring mother-daughter hosts, Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, where honest and vulnerable conversations about personal growth create a connection between all of us. You're invited to experience the transformation that occurs when we allow the truth of who we are to evolve. Hello, you beautiful heart and soul. Welcome to the Evolving Truths Podcast. My name is Alexis Ray Lopez, and with me, as always, is my mama, Shannon Day. Hey, girl. Hey. What's up, mom? Hi, Alexis. How are you? I'm good. I was just finishing a bite of my Palisade peach fresh from the farmer's market. Quite delicious. As you're eating a Palisade peach, I was just nibbling on some Mike and Ike's original fruit flavors. Yeah. The other day, I was wasting some time and there was a dollar store and sometimes dollar stores. Also, that's kind of funny. I say wasting some time with what we're going to talk about today and what we just (laughs) talked about last week in our other episode. But in this case, I was wasting time between activities And I went to a dollar store because sometimes you find good stuff there. And one is candy. I left with some Boston baked beans and Sour Patch Watermelon. Girl, Mm -hmm. you know I love some Sour Patch Watermelon. You lost me on the baked beans. That's all you. I don't know what that is, but okay. You've never had Boston baked beans? I mean, knowing you being the like sweet tooth candy fiend that you are I'm sure in my lifetime I've like tried one I love that you're just calling me a candy fiend I don't think I'm quite I okay maybe there's phases (laughs) that was just funny mom you keep candy like in your car in Tupperware containers and you do so good about just like taking one or two pieces at a time which that uh, it's always in odd numbers. So I take them in like three or five, or if it's something I like when can oh girl candy corn. I'm so excited. Yes. Yes. So yes, you have to eat them in odd numbers. So that's I where feel like you and I differ though when it comes to candy, because I will like go ham on the whole box. I'm not saying I don't eventually also go ham on the whole box. I just do it in increments of three, five, seven. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying one sitting, dude. My candy doesn't end up in a Tupperware uh, with a seal on it. That's funny. <laughs> you are a candy fiend. I like it. I like it. They had a beautiful trail run this morning. What have you done with your day so far? This morning, I was supposed to do a call with one of my mentors. We ended up postponing that because he had foot surgery yesterday. The fact that he even rescheduled the call for this morning was absolutely bonkers to me. That's a good mentor for you. Yeah, he didn't want to cancel on his commitment to me. I'm so appreciative. And at the same time, he texted me this morning. He's like, I'm still in the hospital. A little hard to do a Zoom. I'm like, I'll see you next month. Everything's Mm. fine. So that got canceled. I ended up sitting at my desk. I'm sure I did something productive. Then I got to have a call with a couple of friends of mine from around the world. One lives in Geneva, Switzerland, and one lives in Dubai. And now I'm here here with you. I love that. Well, I am feeling very energetic for today's conversation. We ended the episode with how have we been able to have the perspective on things that we do 
in life, which is a, what I think most would consider a relatively positive one. So what have we done to make that happen? And when you first asked that, I was like, I don't know what I've done. I have no clue. And so then I sat with it for a little bit and was able to come up with some things. And I was like, oh yeah, that is how I live my life. So I too am excited for this conversation. You didn't think it applied to you and then you realized it applied to you? (laughs) Well, I don't know that I thought it didn't apply to me, but I think a lot of times we do things without necessarily thinking about them and just kind of think, well, that's just how I've always been. You have this ability to dig deeper. You ask thoughtful and insightful questions and questions that make those that you ask them of have to think about it and go, yeah, where does that come from? And so just taking a little bit of time to do that, I was like, oh, here are some things that I do to make that happen. So I appreciate that and your ability to ask those questions and get me to think about things in a different way and a little bit deeper. One, it opens me up to new perspectives. It challenges me to sometimes question, is that really what I believe? And the questions give you a chance to reflect and realize, hey, I have some things to pat myself on the back for in life. Like I can be proud of myself for these things. Those are things that I've gotten from the type of questions that you ask. So thank you, Lexis. I appreciate that. Wow. I'm honored. (laughs) I'm glad. (laughs) I don't, you're welcome. I didn't know I was bestowing something upon you. (laughs) Just a little bit of context. If you have not listened to episode one of season four, we spent that whole time talking about perspective and how perspective is something we have control over, even though in life, we may not always be able to control our circumstances or what we're going through. So Today, we are going to discuss tools, habits, tactics, practices that both mom and I have used to be able to keep a optimistic perspective, to be able to see the positive of what is going on for us as opposed to what's happening negatively for us, and ways that we have chosen to focus on what we want to create. Is that how you would describe it, mom? That sounds good to me. Cool. Let's go. Do you want to go first? I'm happy to share something that I thought of. I have learned the negative impact in a relationship, not only to the individual that you're in relationship with, but even to yourself of not letting things go. Also just hanging on to them for myself. Like that is something that I would say I don't have to struggle with it as often anymore as I used to, but it is still something I'm aware of when I find myself thinking like, oh, I should have done that different, or I should have said this. One of the things that I have found helpful with that is recognizing again that Time is one of the two things in our lives that we can control and that it is a finite resource. It is not renewable. 
And the same is true with energy and the amount of energy that gets used mentally and emotionally spending time trying to rehash or shoulda, coulda, woulda, all the us, that is time and energy that's being wasted. When you're saying wasted, it's being put in a place that can't actually do good. It can't yeah. create a new outcome. You're focusing on the the negative side of the circumstance as opposed to saying to yourself, sure, this is what I wish I would have done. And this is how I'm going to choose to handle it next time. I appreciate you saying that because what I am referring to are those times that I sit in something and just kind of cycle with it. Whereas there can be a positive to looking at something and saying, okay, next time when I'm faced with this, this is what I'd like to do differently. And so for me, just going back to really recognizing and realizing I have a limited amount of energy in my day, my mental capacity to deal with things, my emotional capacity, my physical capacity. And I'd like that to be spent on things that move me forward, that make me a better individual, which then makes me better for those in my life, as well as my community. That for me is one of the big things that I do when it comes to perspective and how I view things. So what I think I hear you saying is you recognized a habit of yours to spiral around coulda, shoulda, woulda. And you've worked to change your perspective towards this is not where I want to expend the limited amount of energy I have a day-to-day basis on. So what am I going to put that into instead? And recognizing I can't change it, right? right. Like we all know that it will we'll still sit there with it. And so just really owning that, like digging into that and letting that be really real for me. I want to hover on that for a second of what we can't change. Because that is life. Life is handling realities not meeting our expectations. Life is handling the plan not according to plan. So when we're talking about perspective, it's basically saying, what am I going to do with that? Mm -hmm. But the thing we can control in that is the perspective. It is being able to acknowledge, man, this really freaking sucks. I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this. This is a letdown. This didn't meet my expectations. Okay. I can acknowledge that, but what am I going to do now? What can I control? What is in my power? Right. For me, the absolute hardest so far in my life, 30 years of living, nearly 31, has been to accept my body's health challenges. And I'm still going to say to this day, I am practicing my perspective on it because trust me, I do not have it dialed in. And some things that have allowed me to open up my perspective to it, one of the biggest has been my support system Mm -hmm. because there have been days, there have been weeks, there have been months that I could not optimistically carry my perspective for myself. I couldn't. I was at the bottom of the barrel. I was not seeing any hope, but my support system carried that torch for me when I couldn't carry it myself, reminding me that 
it's not going to be like this forever. Reminding me that I am doing enough. Reminding me that I'm not failing. There were a lot of times that I didn't believe the words that my support system were saying to me. Like, it was hard to even be able to let any of that positivity in because of how desperate I felt. But being surrounded by that type of perspective is important. I love that you just shared that. I'm so glad that you've built for yourself a strong support system, something that we all definitely need and something that we're creating here with Evolving Truths and the fam bam. And I think it leads really well, Lexis, to one of the things that I have found as a tool for myself and ties to what you just said about having a hard time believing the words sometimes that your support system said to you. One of the things that is helpful for me is grace Mm. for ourselves and forgiveness for ourselves. And the reason I'm tying this into the support system is we will often say things to ourselves and treat ourselves in ways that we would never treat someone in our life, especially someone who was very close to us and that we cared about. Sometimes not even a stranger, like we treat ourselves worse than than we would treat a stranger. And so when I find myself in those dark places, we're probably kind of in that space where we're saying those things that we would never say to someone else. So recognizing that if we are starting to do that to ourselves, taking a moment, the power and the pause to say, would I say this to my partner, to my best friend, to my daughter or my mother? And if I wouldn't, how come I'm okay saying it to myself? And at the same time, the positive things that we say to others, when some give it back to us, we need to be open and accepting of that as well. It's a tough thing to let that ball be passed back and forth. It's a Mm -hmm. tough thing to let yourself receive when you're used to giving. But that's the only way it works. Like it Mm -hmm. has to be a give and take. It Energy is a give and take. It is an exchange and it's not going to be constant. So being able to say, this is a torch that someone else has to carry for me. And I'm going to sit here. And even though right now my surface level brain is telling me that I don't believe this, I'm still going to absorb it as much as I can and as best as I can, because something inside of me on a cellular level is hearing this and needs to hear it. Agreed. What would be another tool you've used? Affirmations. I'm sure you remember this growing up and writing on my bathroom mirror with a dry erase marker, setting goals like countdown to tryout days, countdown to big games or writing each day matters and I get to choose. Affirmations have been huge in my life to allow me to focus on what I can control and to let go of what I can't. 
I think affirmations are great and tied with affirmations is gratitude. Going to bed and writing down three things you're grateful for, or in our accountability creates momentum group that we enjoy and look forward to having more of later in 2023 or 2024. But someone in that group shares waking up and starting each day with a practice of gratitude and writing a few things down. Even if I am facing something that is an obstacle, being able to be grateful for the fact that, okay, I can face this. What tools do I have to face this? How can I deal with it? And again, we're never saying not to feel the hard shit. Like, that's there. We are never saying, well, yeah, you're faced with this really hard thing, but just move on and find something to be grateful for and deal with it. I think that's something to be grateful for too, recognizing all of the emotions, gratitude for the fact that I can look at this and problem solve around it. I've got some ways to to view this challenge, tools to face it, support system to face it with as well. And one way or the other, I'm going to get through it. And a lot of how I get through it and the impact that it's going to have on my life and the relationships that I have with others in my life is going to be the perspective that I carry through it. And so gratitude to me is a definite tool I use as well. I love that. I love that. And I'm so glad that you said feel the feels because it's true. And five years ago, the previous past versions of myself, I struggled with being okay with feeling all the feelings. I was a person who bottled it up. I thought that I couldn't express emotions. I thought that it wasn't okay for things to be hard. And if it was hard, it just meant that I wasn't working hard enough to overcome it. So I'm very grateful that you said that because yes, today's conversation, talking about perspective and choosing to view the glass half full, the glass is still only half full. (laughs) Truth. (laughs) Right. Or that it can be refilled, but I currently don't have anything to refill it with. Exactly. So knowing the mountain that you have been assigned is still a mountain. Acknowledge that. Both gets to exist. There are days that I am in tears, like yesterday, from not feeling good, from the circumstances I shared with my friend. I have been feeling so good. I have been doing a lot. And again, I am extremely grateful because I recognize in the migraine community, I am high-functioning. I am a high-functioning traumatic brain injury survivor. And this past week, with my symptoms flaring up again, and knowing that it's probably because of the space between a particular medication. I'm grateful for the perspective that I have the medication. And I'm also still sad that my body just doesn't work on its own. And I had to cry about that. And I'm probably going to cry about it again and again and again. Like who knows how long. I didn't ask for this. We never ask for the mountains that we're facing. But I will not let it define me. And I will not let it stop me from living my best quality of life, even if I have to adapt. Lexus, you inspire me on a daily basis. Thanks, and Mom. you know, you know, I would take all this from you in, in a heartbeat if I could. I know. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. 
And it like, it's just really hard. And I mean, we can talk about perspective, right? Like I know that this is a result of a car accident. This is a result of being five foot one in the front seat of a truck that the airbag went off and it hit me straight to the face. Like it just is what it is. You can't change it. So we're gonna rub some dirt on it. We're gonna acknowledge (laughs) that it stings when you're rubbing the dirt in it. And you're going to say like, damn, this deck of cards that I have been dealt may be shitty, but I'm going to make the best of it. Because for some reason, I still have air in my lungs and I still, like I said, am high functioning and have the capacity to do. And I know that it's a gift, but it's still hard. So please know that this is not a toxic positivity conversation. And there is space for it to suck. And there is space to make the best of it. One of the other things that I recognize has been helpful for me is the importance of being true to me. This goes very well with everything that you just shared. While we are having this discussion about perspective and how we try to keep a good one, you openly shared that's really been a challenge. I know for you, it's a a challenge you deal with off and on, on a consistent basis. So recognizing the importance of being true to ourselves, not just when we talk with others, not just when we're recording the Evolving Truths podcast, but when we look at ourselves in the mirror at the end of the day, can I feel good about the person looking back at me? And that is what matters to me. That was a huge teaching point that I feel like you and dad really drove home as I was growing up that, yeah, at the end of the day, you got to be okay with the person who's who's looking at you in the mirror. And I think sometimes I got clouded in that because I thought that the person looking back at me would only be okay if other people looking in the mirror were okay with that reflection. So it took some time for me to learn that I'm supposed to disappoint other people, but I'm not Mm -hmm. supposed to disappoint myself. Yeah, I love that. I'm not exactly sure how I can describe this, but a perspective of the perspective. When we're going through the shit and it's consuming our lives or it feels like it's taking over your whole life, To be able to zoom out and get perspective of the actual situation, starting to look at your life on a macro level versus the micro incident of what you're focusing on, that has helped me so much to be able to keep things in the right perspective from something being completely overwhelming and I can't get over it and I can't find a solution and I can't get through it to this is not as serious as my brain is making it out to be right now. That big picture Mm. is, is important, right? When we think about our life on a spectrum, where are we at in it and how important will this be in five minutes, in five hours, five days? five weeks, five months, five years, you get the point, right? 
I love how this discussion is just giving me lead-ins to what my points were. So thank you for that. My last one that's been helpful for me is mindfulness, that ability to be in the moment. And I appreciate how you just shared that sometimes we are so in the shit, in the space that we need to take that breath and we need to zoom out. We need to get a little bit bigger. That requires mindfulness to be able to do that. Oh, totally. You have to be able to get a view of the view and still do it in the moment that it's all happening. Anxiety is worried about things that are going to happen in the future that like may or may not even happen, right? Most of the time we're spiraling about stuff that hasn't even occurred yet. I'm now a person that lives with anxiety, whereas before I wasn't. Regret is worried about all the things in the past that, again, we can or cannot change. And when you think about time, when you're spending your energy going in those two opposite directions, you're missing what's happening right here. Ooh, nice, Lexus. Thanks. I like that. That That is mindfulness, right? Like, we're making moves for the future right now. You can make a business plan. We have goals for evolving truths. We know we want to have action creates momentum groups. We know we want to start expanding these things. And I don't mean this in a morbid way. We don't know that it couldn't all end tomorrow, right? Like I have no idea if any of that's ever going to come to fruition. So all I can focus on is right now in this moment. And that is mindful action. That is focusing on what you can control. When you're focusing on what you can control, you can focus on it in either the abundant, positive, this is going to be good, or you can focus on how freaking hard it is because it's hard. That is really true. Is there anything else, Lexis, that you would add that you have found helpful before we get ready to share a fun activity that we'd like to invite the fam bam to join us on. I feel like I got them all out there. So would you like to share your idea for something to do as we move forward? Yeah, I'm super excited about this. I've already started. I originally was planning on not starting until this episode aired, but I couldn't resist because seriously, I needed help in changing my perspective. So I'm a few weeks ahead of sharing this with everybody, but this is what I've started to do. So I put a stack of sticky notes next to my bed on my nightstand and a marker. In the morning when I wake up, first thing I'm doing is writing on that sticky note my perspective of what is abundant in my life. So at the top of the sticky note, I either wrote abundance, I wrote my life is full of, or my life is overflowing with. And then underneath it, I write three things that I want to focus on the abundance of, focus on the overflowing positivity of it in my life. I'm doing that when I wake up and I'm doing that just before I go to sleep. And then I'm sticking it to the wall right above my bed. I have been keeping this to myself, plotting my little 
plot, I guess. <laughs> Plotting. <laughs> I feel like I tend to Not come about, up with that though. Like I come up with ideas planning. and then I plot. Oh, okay. Okay. But you're not wrong planning. I mean, I've been planning. It has come together really in the last week because originally I didn't know that I was going to do another challenge this year for my birthday. And then out of, like I said, necessity, I've been struggling with my own mindset around feeling like there's enough in my life financially to cover all of my health expenses, as well as my bills, feeling like there's enough opportunity to create like good impact for other people. That's really why I'm working so hard at trying to do all these things is because I'm trying to serve people when it's from a content creation standpoint. And we haven't really gotten to the point where I'm working one-on-one with a ton of individuals, or we have small group coaching going on with our accountability group. But It's not on the scale yet that I have the vision for. It's sometimes hard to keep going when I feel like I can't really see. So I honestly had kind of ruled out hosting a challenge for my birthday this year just because I'm tired. We're doing a lot of other stuff. Like it's just a lot. Because of wanting to focus in my own life on abundance, I'm like, okay, we found the theme of this year's challenge. We found the energy to be able to want to like spread this to other people. And I actually feel like this year, it's a little bit more accessible than last year was. I don't think spending 30 minutes a day in movement or motion is that crazy of an ask. But then here I am a year later. And now I'm like, Oh, man, 30 minutes of movement a day like that. Yeah, that's not getting done. (laughs) Yeah. You just said it is one of those things that now, as you think about that and where you're at after health-wise, what you've had experienced this year, how difficult sometimes that can be. The other night I was getting ready to go to Old Town and meet some friends for dinner. And there's three of us that live real close together. And one in the group was like, hey, I'm going to drive. And then the other two were like, no, we're going to walk. And in having conversation with her later, she was just like, that to me seemed too overwhelming with what I dealt with today and what I had. And so certainly acknowledge and recognize that that can be different for everyone. And even this challenge, this is something that we're inviting people to join us. You've already seen the positive impact that it's had in your life. I've been thinking about it. I haven't started it just because we'd already talked about it, but I find myself sometimes throughout the day thinking about one of those prompts and what, what would I put there or have something happen where I go, Oh, this is something I have abundantly in my life or something else happens. And I think, Ooh, I want more of this. So I am excited to add to just the thoughts that I've been having about it, the action of having the sticky notes, writing on them and placing them either on my wall behind my bed or on the wall in my office or in my bathroom. I mean, I don't know that I've picked a definite spot yet and I might even mix it up a little bit. I love that idea. And I guess we should say here is the 30-day birthday challenge. This is going to be my second annual birthday challenge. And I love saying second annual because 
I mean, I could just see myself doing this for the next decade of my life for every birthday month, we host a challenge, but this yeah, year's thing, right. Why? And what a great thing to just expand celebrating something. Some people like birthdays, some people don't, whatever that is for you, but to just take a month where you get to celebrate traveling around. Is it the moon, the earth? How's it go? The sun. We go you, around the sun. <laughs> you, you get to take a month looking back on and looking forward after another trip around the sun and thinking about what's next and how fun to involve others in that as well. Thanks, mom. I think it's fun too. And I'm glad that I have you to hype me up for these ideas. <laughs> I had fun with the challenge last year. Got to meet different people. We had people in our Slack channel from all across the United States, people I didn't know, people you didn't know. Like I thought it was a lot of fun and I'm hoping with this challenge, we get to do the same thing. So Lexis, what is the challenge? So the challenge is for the 30 days in the month of September, we are going to be channeling our perspective to focus on what is abundant in our life or what you would like to be abundant in your life. So it is both an opportunity to practice gratitude for what you realize is abundant and joyful and positive in your life while still stating, I want more abundance in whatever area you choose to. How you are going to do this is have a pad of sticky notes next to your bed with a writing utensil. And first thing in the morning, when you roll over after turning off your alarm, you're going to just jot down the things that are abundant in your life or that you would like to have abundance for. Peel that sticky note off and then stick it on the wall space above your bed or your headboard. As my mom said, you could definitely choose to put it somewhere else around your home or area that you see frequently. I just like the symbolism of it being above your bed because that is the area that we sleep. That is where we dream. That is where we rest. And I think it's cool to have it above where you're sleeping and just let it create a atmosphere for yourself. Energy. Exactly. That's why I picked sticky notes to stick above your bed or your headboard. But if you feel like it's a better fit on your bathroom mirror, if you feel like it's a better fit in the kitchen, because that's where you go to start your coffee first thing in the morning, stick the sticky notes wherever you're going to see them. And also where you're going to be at nighttime. So you're doing it first thing in the morning when you wake up, and it's the last thing you do before you turn off the light to go to sleep. I've come up with four, I'm calling them like sentence starters that you can choose to write down at the top of your sticky note to kind of help get your abundant thoughts flowing. Those are, my life is overflowing with, my life is full of, that type of like dot, 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 fill in the blank for whatever fits for you. We're going to be starting the challenge on September 1st, which is this Friday. It's also kind of crazy. Like, where has this year gone? I know we've said that over and over again, but wow, I it's September and I turned 31 
And last year it was like a big deal of welcoming my 30s. And I was so excited about it. And then my 30th year was like, it's been a little rough. I think that's another reason too this year. I have felt hesitant about celebrating my birthday because last year I made, made like a stink out of turning 30. I was welcoming my dirty 30s. I was really stoked about it. And then all of this happened. And obviously I realized this didn't happen because I chose to highlight my birthday, but they're closely correlated in my own mind. And so <laughs> I'm like trying to tread lightly mm. and I feel like doing a challenge for the whole month to honor my trip around the sun is better than just celebrating my birthday. I appreciate that, Alexis. And no, what happened is a fluke. It's just something that's going to stick with us because we know it's the day after your 30th. But you did say that you had four different prompts. You shared two with us. My life is overflowing with and my life is full of. What would the other two be? All of these are going to be in the Slack board, which that's the community space. So once everyone gets registered, the day before the challenge starts, the Slack board email will go out and that's where everyone will be able to log into Slack. We'll be able to do introductions on the 31st and then the challenge starts on the 1st. So the four sentence starters are abundance, dot, dot, dot. My life is full of dot, dot, dot. My life is abundant in, and my life is overflowing with. And those are just the sentence starters that I came up with. My hope is over the 30 days of the challenge that anyone and everyone that's participating is also throwing out what their sentence starters are and what their ideas are as they start to write these things down. So these are just starters to get you going. But as you're doing things, I can already see myself having some sticky notes with the word forward. That's my word for this year. And as we enter just the last part of this year, what else do I want to keep moving forward in? So I already see myself using that. Anyone else who has a word of the year that they use, that might be a great option for them or doing a little twist on some of these. So I... Love that you've given us some ways to start and you, again, we can hear it even as you talk about it, the impact that it's had for you and knowing this is coming from a place of you realizing where you were mentally and needing something a little bit extra to kickstart you or kind of get you out of that space. So it's a positive action. And even if we're not feeling like we're struggling with something right now, what a great way to just be appreciative for what's in our life and then even utilize this to focus on, as you say, what we want more of. I'm excited for this, Lexis. Thank you for thinking of it. Oh, girl, I'm glad. I am excited too. And the only other thing I want to say about it is... It's okay to have repeats on your sticky notes also. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine here in Arizona, and I actually convinced her to start the sticky note challenge a little bit early as well. She's done it mostly at nighttime and not so much in the morning because she's not a morning person. And that's fine. I'm just making suggestions as to how you can implement this into your life over the next 30 days. Take it 
for whatever you need it to look like in your life. But she did share with me that she feels like she's writing the same things over and over again. And I'm like, that's great. Figure out a different way to write it every single day. Or if you're writing down one big goal, like I want to sell X amount of deals. I chose to start writing down on my sticky notes. I want closed contracts because I know that's a piece of me selling that number goal, right? So I want to track business opportunities. I started trying to think of the pieces that go into what I want to create and started writing those down. So don't get mad at yourself if you're like, oh, I can't think of anything or if I'm writing the same thing over and over again. Great. If that's your main focus, write it over and over again until it's real and start to break it down until you get it. Oh, I get so excited. I'm sure you can tell. Yeah. And I love too that this is something you can use for your professional life. You can use for your personal life. You can use for your relationships, for your health, like whatever it is in those areas that you want to think about or, or focus on. So knowing that we're not saying just do it in this one space, but where is it you want to bring more focus and more abundance in your life in all of those, in any of those areas and just enjoy the process. Like I do feel initially that it might be a bit of a challenge And even her sharing, like, I feel like I'm writing the same thing over and over. So we got that out of the way that yes, do that. And yes, know that initially it might be feel challenging to do. And you might have just one word that you write on there, or you might be ready to write a book and be like, I need more than a sticky note. When we talk about perspective and we've shared these things is recognizing this is an ongoing practice a journey. This is a never ending process. We are never one day going to wake up and go, yeah, my perspective is always this way. Like I don't need to work on that anymore. And so I appreciate this focus of abundance as a way to remind ourselves of that. And for those who maybe could use a little bit more help with it in their lives or facing some struggles right now and trying to figure out, they're listening and going, oh yeah, sure ladies, obstacles equal opportunity. So what a (laughs) great way to start to think about that and face that. So I love this focus of abundance. I do want to circle back real quick though, as we wrap this up, that this focus of abundance This idea of the sticky notes, this attempt to practice gratitude, focusing on the positive, seeing the glasses half full, this has purely come out of the fact I have been struggling with feeling like I don't have enough financially to pay my bills and cover my health expenses. I have been feeling I'm empty financially. And I started seeing that as a pattern for myself. And I was like, okay, what can I do to shift this? And I need to shift it kind of quickly. And originally, like I told you, I wasn't planning on starting this until this episode aired. And I got so negative. I got so panicked 
and fearful. Like it's scary when you feel like you can't pay your bills or you're worried when Mm -hmm. your bank account looks the lowest that it's ever looked. And I'm like, I got to start now. Like I can't wait two more weeks. I have to start right now. So please know, as mom was saying, this is a practice. This is coming out of our lived experience. We read this line in episode one of this season, and I just have to read it again. There are no right or wrong answers, only personal decisions to do better. So if you choose to participate in this focus of abundance, you're choosing that for yourself. We're purely just putting this out there as like something that you can do if it resonates with you. So who knows? Finding again, as you say, what works for you. And I love the flexibility of this challenge. What are we calling it, Alexis? It's the second annual birthday challenge, and it's being called the Abundance Challenge. And you can get registered for the Abundance Challenge by going to Abundance. 30.com. A-B-U-N-D-A-N-C-E, the number 330.com. And that will take you to the registration page. All you have to do is enter your name, email, phone. That will send you the first registration email. It gives you the details of what's going to be coming in the next couple of days. And then the Slack registration Email will go out on the 31st, and then we start on the 1st. So excited. Look forward to having many of you join us. I've just gone and signed up, and I'm going to start telling friends about it and can't wait to see this grow. Thanks, Mom. I'm excited, too. I also don't know even know how many sticky notes come in a sticky note pad, but maybe I'm going to find out just like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. That's like kind of how I'm feeling about this. This has been fun, Lexis. I appreciated this conversation. Thank you for initiating it. My pleasure. If mom and I are totally your cup of tea, please leave a five-star rating of the show. Please leave a review on whatever platform you are listening and make sure you share this episode with someone that you would like to have a conversation with. Maybe you think they would have a good time participating in this challenge as well. We would love to have you and your friends and your network and your community join us for the next 30 days. I think that's it. Otherwise, we'll be back next week. Until then, please remember, life is beautiful and you create the magic. Have a good one. Connect with Shannon and Alexis and the Evolving Truths community by visiting evolvingtruthspodcast.com. Links are in the show notes. The artwork for this project was created by Julie B. Salazar and is entitled Celebration from the Inner Landscape Print Series. The Evolving Truths podcast is produced and edited by Shannon Day and Alexis Ray, recorded from the Corner Studio in conjunction with Alexis Ray Enterprises, LLC.